Welcome to I Learned a Thing in the Bathroom from Dollar Shave Club, where we explain something very complicated in mere minutes to occupy your brain while you shave. In this edition, we'll be answering the question, do we actually need to sleep? As explained by someone who sounds smart because he's British. Considering it's something we spend a third of our lives doing, there's still a surprising amount we don't know about sleep, including why we do it. Most scientists agree that it's the time your brain uses to do some housekeeping, strengthening the new connections your brain cells have made during the day and dumping piles of unneeded information, but this is yet to be conclusively proved. Maybe the whole thing is just a scam cooked up by big sleep. That's unlikely. The one thing everyone agrees on is that without sleep, we probably die. In 1989, a sleep deprivation experiment was conducted with rats. The unfortunate rodents were placed on a rotating disc over a pool of water. Any time they started to fall asleep, the disc turned against the wall, forcing the rats to wake up and move or be pushed into the water to drown. After two weeks of forced wakefulness, all the rats were dead. So what killed them? It's still not certain. The closest scientists have got to explaining it was as a form of hypermetabolism, a condition in which your body just burns through its energy far faster than usual. Despite eating more food than normal, the rats all lost weight and appeared extremely debilitated. Clearly, we need sleep for something. So how long can we go without sleeping? In 1977, Brit Maureen Weston made it 18 days. Soon after this, the Guinness Book of World Records abandoned that category, refusing to acknowledge later attempts because they come with so many risks. So to date, we still don't know exactly how long a person can survive without sleep. So if I want to go on a two-week vacation and not miss anything, I could just stay awake the whole time, right? While there was no long-term damage caused by any of these record attempts, within two or three days, subjects were dizzy and extremely paranoid. After a week, most were hallucinating wildly. You might technically still be awake after two weeks, but you won't be coherent, and you'd have very little memory of your trip. Is there any way around this? Not for us, but whales and dolphins have evolved a pretty neat trick. Since they're mammals and need to frequently come to the surface for oxygen, the body paralysis that we experience in sleep would be lethal to them. Instead, they rest one half of their brains at a time, each half getting four hours of sleep in a 24-hour period. So getting your eight hours a night is pretty important, huh? While we definitely need around that much sleep, we don't necessarily need it the way we currently do it. Weirdly, for most of human history, people broke their night's sleep into two distinct halves. People would wake around midnight after first sleep and get up for a couple of hours, walking around, reading books, having sex, whatever they felt like, before going back to bed for second sleep. The practice slowly started to disappear in the late 1600s, and by the early 20th century had been so thoroughly abandoned that it wasn't even thought of as some old-timey tradition. It was just completely forgotten that we'd ever done it, only to be rediscovered by historians relatively recently. <sighs> Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I drifted off there. W what were you saying? Oh, oh, we're done. Tune in next time for more I Learned a Thing in the Bathroom. And in the meantime, head to dollarshaveclub.com for more podcasts and a big old pile of grooming products.